Tables were tossed, I threw myself Where are the birds that we used to chase? Back in a time when guns was for heroes And I ain't seen the letters you sent me So I could feel alive And if I use it It's not what I mean It's not what I mean And please Would you tell me If they try to hurt you And please Would you tell me If they try to take you And please would you tell me if they shot a change? Now if they shot a change? Now if they shot a change? You would have given up It pays me to find you out here uh, Helping man is all I've got for you these days But I cannot die with keeping you here And I ain't seen the letters you sent me What's up guys? Welcome back to Uber Radio Live Sessions. My name is Felix Fiasi. I will be your host for tonight. I am joined by Jonathan of Jonathan's Quartet. Hello, I'm Jonathan. How are you doing today, mate? I'm great. I'm great. I'm really excited to be here. It's yeah. super nice. It's really like, it's a big occasion for you guys. Yeah, for sure. You know, not everybody makes it to Uber Radio Live Sessions. There's a strict selectment, oh. selection process. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of stages to it. I, stage three, I wasn't sure if you guys were going to make it past that. Mm. The Crystal Maze. Yeah, the Crystal Maze. Yeah. It was tough, innit? It was tough, yeah. I had to... You lost a couple members along the way. We did, yeah. They over OD'd on Crystal Meth. Originally, it was Jonathan's sex tuplet. Yeah. And sex tuplet. Sex tuplet. And now it's Valid Jonathan's defined. Jonathan's quartet. Jonathan's quartet. We had to change the name, and so we had to edit the album also, so we only had four instruments. R.I.P. Steve and Matt. Mm. Big time. Yeah. Moment of silence. But yeah, great to have you guys here, yeah. man. That music was really good. What was that song called? Um, this was Teach Me an Ugly Word. 
mm-hmm. and uh, it's about um, teach me an ugly word. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, and what's the meaning behind that? Well, it's it's about my uh, having a friend. You know how you have childhood friends that you're really close with. I don't know if you had that. I had like one friend that I was like super close with. I had a few. Yeah, I didn't have yeah. that many kids. Uh, that many kids. kids. I mean, friends <laughs> when I was a kid. Yeah. That many kids when I was a friend. Yeah. No. Well, me neither. But actually, funny you say that. I didn't have that either. But I had one that was like we since. But it's kind of a funny story. He's called Olaf, and like from. Our sisters became friends when we were like four or something, mm, like nice. two family, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then after that, like I just like I was like I fell in love with this guy almost. I felt like he was like so funny. I wanted to hang out with him all the time. Mm-hmm. So I I think every every Saturday morning I would like go to to the little phone and you know a real phone, and I would just dial the number to their place and be like, hey, is, is Olaf at home? And his mother would be like, yeah, Olaf, come in. And Olaf would be, hey, no, I can't play today. I'm going to hang out with uh, Marcus, Marcus, you know. Mm. I would hate that guy. Fuck Marcus, Yeah, man. he was so, such an asshole. And, but I just kept, I know, I was Sounds so like naive. Prick. I was like, okay, uh, bye-bye. And then I, like, would call the next week again. And you start I, crying. Yeah, no, I yeah. never really cried. I never really got mm. the message. You know, I just thought he was amazing. and uh, But after a while, my mom was like, okay, so maybe you just leave Olaf alone now. <laughs> How old are you at this stage? I don't know, like six, maybe five or six, yeah. Five I mean, six, I didn't call six, him yeah, every, yeah. but like it was very frequent. Enough, yeah. And especially because yeah. your mom has to dial the phone for you as well, innit? Yeah, of So course, she yeah. sees it happen every time. And yeah, it's like, she's like, oh, he's going to Fucking Marcus, man. Rude. But I had this list of friends, so usually someone would pick yeah. up after <laughs> one. <laughs> was he... <laughs> He was always like the first draft pick. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, he was like my number one. Yeah, yeah. But then, and then I kind of left him alone. And then when we became like teenagers, we were we became super good friends. And we had like my first band was with him, and and we were really close. We used to do everything together. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we kind of became twenty, you know, out of the teens, and and everything kind of changed a lot. And he changed a lot, and that made me kind of. Uh, yeah, I, w- I guess I was a bit uh, confused and hurt by that thing. So this song is really about lamenting that feeling of how it feels when, when someone that's really close to you changes a lot. And you can't undo it. It just has to happen. You have to keep living your life and you have to, you know, you can't mourn that forever. It's just the way things are. And that's about, it's about accepting that a little bit, accepting the change. I feel you on that. There's definitely been a lot of friendships I've had. Yeah. Which have gone a similar way, especially out of high school. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I think now, I mean, most of my very close friendships in high school were actually formed towards the end. Yeah. The last year. Yeah. And all the friends I had for like the six years previous to that, yeah. they all like either dissolved in that final year mm. or dissolved immediately after we all graduated. And uh, yeah, it's a funny thing. I actually talked about it in the last live session as well. Mm. I did with Scott Angelique. Mm. She had a song all about lamenting friendship and yeah, yeah, yeah. she actually did improv. Oh, that's nice. The ukulele. And I was oh. like, I want you to do... She was like, give me a story or a sentiment. And I was like, that sentiment of feeling that you want to hang out with somebody more than they want to hang out with you. Oh, that's exactly... <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, story also. And she did it all improv. And I was like, that was that was really good. That mm. that didn't even sound like improv. That just sounded like a regular average song. Like, the, yeah. yeah. I guess if you write enough songs, you kind of... Yeah, you just kind of get into yeah. it a bit, yeah. Also with the ukulele lyrics, as well, it's nice and easy. You just whack the chords. Yeah, you just whack it. Just whack it. Just give it a you know, good old slap. Give it a good old slap. And something comes out. Something, hopefully. 
sensible concept. Yeah, exactly. So how long you been working on this project? It's a shame that uh, your bandmates had to leave. Yeah. But obviously we got the music. Yeah. Done and dusted. Done and dusted. But how long you been working with these boys? Oh yeah, I think we we met two years ago and we recorded the album two years ago, actually. So it, it's been a long process. And now you're only releasing it. At the moment. Yeah, we're releasing it um, next week, which is super exciting. I'm really... Oh, wow. It's going to be so good. Because this is really like a personal project for me. Like all the songs are about me or something that happened in my life. You're the lead creator. Oh, of course, yeah. Naturally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it has my name on Who it. Who else, so. <laughs> bro? Who else? <laughs> so I, I feel very responsible for it. But at the same time, I also feel very personally connected to it and kind of exposed because I feel like, you know, singing, uh, writing lyrics about things that really happened to your life are really honest. It can be so... Yeah, it's really... There was a lot of honesty in those. Yeah, yeah. In the last one you did. Yeah, that was... I'm sorry. Sure. I love you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that was... I said before, I had, had me going places there. Oh, that's nice, man. One of those ones that... I've noticed this. I've been going to quite a lot of open mics recently. Yeah. And there's always people who come up there whatever shit comes out comes out and sometimes it's really good sometimes it's mm. kind of average sometimes it's terrible and one of the distinctions i find is like sometimes i zone out mm. during it but it's a different type of zoning out if i mm. zone out because it's terrible it's like you're actively kind of just not listening mm. you're like fully just doing something else mm. and then there's a type of zoning out which is more meditative mm. and you're sort of zoning out while staring very intensely at the person or at the guitar mm. or at the keyboard whatever and you're really thinking about something else, mm. but in a very peaceful manner. Mm. And you're realizing that just because you're not necessarily paying attention yeah. to the music or what the person's saying doesn't mean you're not experiencing it completely. No, I, I definitely and I've really agree. got that with your last song. Man, that means a lot that you say that. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Because, I mean, that's ultimately the, the, the goal of like studying music or making music that you want to convey to people to make them feel something. Mm. I think, yeah. That was really good, man. Do you want to hear another one? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I say I need you but I don't The strongest ones are left alone Won't stop until I have you all Staring back at me with awe After the party we go home And dance for me dance for me could you follow my directions if I told you that I'll leave together we can be we all want to be free
I want is to succeed It doesn't matter the team The fans loved that one. <laughs> that was maybe even better than the first one. Oh, could be, could be. Yeah. Bold pick, yeah. It was a sad one, yeah. Yeah, what was that one about? That one, um, oh, that that one's maybe a complicated one, but it's Layers. called it's called <laughs> individually free, which is yeah. Uh, it kind of sounded like I just got out of a relationship, FYI. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. there was some sentiments in that that I was yeah for sure kind yeah. of connecting to of like oh we can be together but individually yeah individually free and it's like is I feel like it, was it more inspired was it inspired by your own personal experiences yeah definitely yeah. personal relationships yeah of course yeah I think I wrote this because I I think amongst my friends and relationships there's always this trend of like being super individualistic, you know, mm -hmm. like you're supposed to be very independent and uh, not show that you're independent of people. At least that's the vibe I had around me at that time, I think. And it's also what I've been raised with a lot from my family, I think, to be very independent and, you know, not needing other people. Do your parents have that? dynamic in their relationship no i mean no not at all you know but i don't try to instill that in you. i don't know why but me but me and my sister i think want to be very independent and you know there's this there's this feeling about it and i kind of got really sick of that at a certain point and i just like like i think because i think it's so path pathetic in a way because we are like you know we're social beings we're social beings and we need each other to i need to talk about my emotions so much with other people and like to process it to understand myself mm -hmm. and i can't just carry that around with me and i hate you know this kind of conflict that you can you can have and you're supposed to just you know play the, the silent game or something you know and like show that you're completely fine and i just hate that anyway i can't do that at all so this song is really about that you know uh, you know talking about that subject and trying to 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 reconcile with the fact that i i am not so individualistic and i think people who try to be that too much end up being kind of pathetic in a way also maybe you should go to china mate yeah <laughs> yeah i love a bit of communism over there yeah um <laughs> goes very deep into the culture yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah no it's definitely something i resonate with as well i think also mm. especially in terms of romantic relationships in yeah. our in our generation in our yeah. era right now there is especially in like western european countries definitely there's a huge movement towards kind of bucking these social norms. Yeah. And like, you know, having an open relationship and being independent. And like, I just got out of an open relationship and I'm yeah. very much against them now. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, I yeah. think it's just a load of horse shit. Yeah. Like it's, 
this idea that you can be like I was having a discussion yesterday with mm. a with a girl at you know Jazz Cafe Alto. Yeah, dude, I am there a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking great place. I'm great sure place, you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a great place. And uh, yeah, there was I was talking with this girl for ages about open relationships, and she just got out of one as well. Yeah, she said she was in one for three and a half years, and it was like she was like, yeah, I really loved the person, and I met other people who I loved, and he met other people who he loved, and it was great. But she was like, but it was a lot of work. I'm like, why is it work? Mm. Why should this 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 whole like I understand for like a very small amount of people this mm. can work and you can do it for a long amount yeah, of time. Yeah, yeah. But ultimately, like the whole point of a relationship mm. is that you kind of commit to somebody. Yeah, of course. And you commit yeah. to it until it no longer makes sense, and exactly. then you get out of it. But if you're like the whole time you're in it and you're like, okay, I love this person. This person loves me. Yeah. But now I'm still gonna fuck around with other people even though that's definitely going to make what I currently have incredibly difficult and strenuous and hard work exactly, and bring yeah. insecurity to both of us in to varying degrees. Yeah. It's like, why would you, why would you do that? And I feel like so much of it is just the kind of political response to, yeah. to social norms, which have failed in many respects. Of and course, like, yeah. it's, it's almost just, uh, it's very reactionary, yeah. I think. And it's not actually, helping people. And I was talking to this girl and she really stood by it. And she was like, mm. you should read the ethical slut. And I was like, yeah, my ex told me to read that book. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was like, yeah, no, I understand the arguments. I understand all of it, but I just don't, I personally just don't agree with it. And it's yeah. so much of it comes from like what you're saying about yeah. this desire to be independent. It's like the ideal be... thing, right? In a way, it's like yeah. the ideal yeah, the... way that you can have someone in love love them and then still be free in a way but I'm, i really feel you on this one i, I told you i think i work similarly to you mm -hmm. that uh, that for me i mean i guess it from in a way i think it comes down to a little bit what what sex means to you you know i know we're so deep into this but uh you know for me sex is a lot about love i think so for me uh, that would be a little bit confusing uh, if I would initiate another sexual relationship with someone while I'm in one already, mm. because that would make me probably develop feelings for that person, and that's wouldn't help my first relationship at all. You know, it would just probably make things, like you say, it would be a lot of work. Mm. And yeah, I guess if you if you're totally into that, I respect, I totally understand that can that can work for people. And I I have some friends also who who works for, and I totally respect that, but. I think it's it's also important to to feel yourself, you know, in these times when there's a, a movement of it, like to feel what 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 can I do? Where's my limit? And how do I feel? Because you don't want your relationship to be also taking up all your space, you know, in life. You want it to be, at least for me, I want it to be a part of my life, but not the whole part of my life, which it probably would be if it was, yeah. Nope, I'm sure. Yeah, that's the thing as well is that you have this. That's there's so many fucking paradoxes when it comes yeah, to exactly. relationships. Yeah, yeah. That's one of them of like, oh, you're gonna be an open relationship because you don't want to be so consumed by it. But then the fact mm. that it is open means that you're constantly worrying about it. Yeah, yeah. and that actually it does become pretty much everything because you're so you yeah. feel so insecure fundamentally. Yeah, definitely. And uh, but then there's also this this other paradox of just people, you know, there's this, I feel like it's something we would always talk about and that my ex would tell me of like, I'm not responsible for your emotions. You're responsible for your own emotions. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, that's, that's yeah. true. That's very true. 
Yeah. It is, but it's mm-hmm. like everybody has to take ownership of their own feelings, take responsibility for yeah, their own feelings. That's sure, the yeah. only way in which you can actually kind of grow as a person and deal yeah. with yourself is you take responsibility for these things. But then on top of that, which mm-hmm. is also true, is the fact that if you say to somebody, okay, it's an open relationship, mm-hmm. I'm going to sleep with somebody else even though I know that's going to really devastate you and hurt you and I'm going to do it continuously. Mm. Um, if you keep on doing that and you say, oh no, your, your emotions, your responsibility, mm. then fundamentally you just don't care that much. Yeah. You care more about your own agenda, your own intentions mm. and wishes than you do about really caring about somebody else. And this is mm. what I always felt was just like, okay, you know, I slept with a couple other girls when it was happening. And then as soon as I realized that that was upsetting her, which it was, I didn't want to do it anymore. I was like, fuck mm. that. Why would of I, course, like, yeah. why would I give a shit about this? These other like random. But that argument, I think it's a bit, it's a bit hollow because you can also bounce it back and say, you have to take responsibility for the way you act towards people in your relationships. Like you have to take responsibility for how you make people feel. Mm. That's also. And then it always becomes like a he said, she said, like back and forth. And yeah, it's like and that's there's, not no, what you want. there's no objective truth in it, but it's just about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just comes down to what. It, it, in, in a way, I do think it's in almost like a learning curve way. Yeah. It's kind of good. Like I've realized it's not for me and I never want to do it again. Mm. But anyway, I digress. We should get going because studio's oh, closing soon. Oh, <laughs> we would love to have you guys come perform at our next party, man. So yeah. anybody listen to this, yeah. we're hopefully going to have a party in April. 17th 10th perhaps yet to be decided we're definitely gonna have a party in june mm. sexy land oh, we'd yeah. love to have you guys perform now yeah, we'd love to be there do you think we could hear one more song before you head out of course of course what's it called this one is called but and not the one you have on your ass Ayo. Yeah. <laughs> the, the audience like that one <laughs> we do we do we like big butts yeah, we can and we oh. cannot lie and on that note thank you very much for coming in man my name's felix Thanks a lot, man. I've been joined by Jonathan. Please listen to Jonathan's Quartet. The album's coming out next week, probably when this podcast is being released. Yes. So it's a bit of hype, a bit of press. That's pretty cool. It's, you can find it on iTunes and Spotify. It's called oh. Note to Self. Note to Self. Note to Self. I like that. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Mm-hmm. Take care. you leave me too Cause I've been holding on to the things you say and not what you do But most of my time I can't believe that they're true I know I ain't
now most other guys When you see these flaws is hardly a surprise But you know there ain't nothing That you could say or do I'm sorry But I love you I was always scared to stand alone in this cold, cold place. Oh, someone help me out, let it be over, get me out of this haze. Oh, maybe you deserve someone better. I'm just glad we had some days But you know to make me happy I've got to see your face Oh, I know I love most other guys When you see these flaws it's hardly a surprise but you know there ain't nothing that you could say or do. I'm sorry, but I love you.
Thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you.